Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. He be fucking standing up. Yo, wait, did you see that when he was like standing on the table? Michael Cole just be looking like, yo, what, what the fuck they yeah, got me? That's I'm wondering. I'm wondering if there's somebody like screaming in like Michael Cole's headset, like, <laughs> him, like get the fuck down. He's like, Cole, he looks like he's like, Cole, <laughs> like, oh, you control your, your co worker? Like, like, this man's like, God damn it, get him down. Off God desk. damn it, sit his ass down. <laughs> and the past just vibing, but past like, nope, I ain't here. I ain't trying to hear it. Like, I'm Pat's like, I'm here to have fun. Like, I don't need this job. Like, I'm here because I want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, no, I think they like it. I think they like the like personality he brings to the he does. Life. He like he like makes it he brings like a new energy to SmackDown. Like, even even when like the episode's like not that good, like just his energy like brings it up. Speaking of which, Jimmy Smith, um, that's his name, right? Yeah, I think he wasn't bad. Good. I thought he was good. Yeah. I thought he was he, good. he he seemed like he he researched. Like he he I feel bad for admin because I feel like he kind of just got like thrown out there but yeah. jerry smith has been like doing like nxt like pre-shows and stuff like the past like few months too so yeah like more time to like immerse yeah. himself in, like, the they product. prepared him a little better yeah i'm not gonna lie i think i'm pretty over like the no crowd thing yeah, yeah. same same That's I'm, I'm so hyped i'm so hyped for like us to get past hell in a cell and like get on the road again with what in july is that what they're shooting yeah. for yeah july soon as it starts i'm so ready for it but and, like the I mean, it's just refreshing looking on AEW. They have like they're pretty much back in full crowds. I mean, yeah, it, not, they not get like out literally, place. but it looks like it. At least it looks like it when you watch the show. You know what they I mean? Need to get out Daily's place. Like that's like the thing. I think all of them are like suffering from like the sameness of just mm-hmm. being in like the same area for a year, and they need like uh like a change. Like they, the AEW, like I think they're going to like Miami like in a few weeks. So like that would be like refreshing just to be like a different venue than. Yeah. Daily's place. Next time they come to Philly, I have tickets for it that I purchased. Oh, I wonder when that's going to over be. a year ago. <laughs> uh, right now, it says it's rescheduled for like October. I think I forget. Oh, I can good. check. I can check. Take See, I'm not going to get burned and uh, buy it too far in advance because I paid way too much for <laughs> by buying it in advance <laughs> last time. I like I was like, oh, this is going to sell quickly, but then there were tickets still like the day of that were like way cheaper than what I paid for. Wait, you talking about the first show you went to? Or, yeah, the or first or, show. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, resell because it's the first show in AEW show in Philly. Like it's going to sell out, and I think it mm-hmm. did. But it was like a bunch of resellers that like bought tickets, so like there's like a ton of tickets like on the market. For like way less <laughs> yeah it says october 6th right now so we'll see if that stays true i think it will but um all right this is what i got listed for us to talk about obviously we got those releases that's a lot mm-hmm. um kind of want to tie in cm punk's response to that and just a larger conversation about where the hell wwe is going like in the future because they're making a lot of moves um then we can kind of talk about AEW, Andrade popping up. Um, 
feel like a lot of these conversations kind of tie in because it's a lot of like release signings and you know what I mean, like company moves going on. Mm-hmm. And then that's pretty much it. I didn't I didn't write any notes about like what happened during the shows. That's why I was like, I know it's a lot of AEW though, just because we had that pay per view and the show on Friday. So what else happened? I'm trying to think. I don't give a fuck about Raw. We don't yeah, I don't really give a fuck about Raw. I don't even think I watched Raw. SmackDown. Did I watch? And if Raw? I did watch Raw, is on Fever Dream. You know, you just don't. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that shit. When I was NXT watching, NXT was kind of all over the place, like in a good way, kinda. I didn't watch the whole thing though. I don't think I watched the whole episode of wrestling. This I don't think I watched. Um, I didn't watch the main event. I don't of remember the last time I watched the whole episode it was like, of wrestling. Actually, it was like MSK versus, um, Legato. I think Tofantasma. Yeah, oh, wait. I like them both. I didn't know who I wanted to score. Um, let me see. Let me see who won because I don't know. I'm gonna assume they retained. Oh no, they won. Yeah, they did, right? Okay. Yeah, they did. All right. Oh, yeah, and then they had that number one contenders match that got interrupted by Adam Cole. Yo, Adam Cole looked flimsy. Yo, I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, you thought he looked flimsy. I thought he, I thought it was great. You what thought do you he mean? looked. He, what do you mean? Like it's like, like he looks like he's losing more weight. Yeah, oh, he looks yeah, flabby. Yeah, like he looked flabby. He don't look toned at all. Like, and I'm concerned because it's like, so you you take him away from the undisputed era. He has to shine on his own. He doesn't have anything to like back up him, make him seem like a threat really anymore. Like other than just oh, himself. Wow. So it's I thought, like, I thought the complete opposite. Well, I thought he looked. Oh, he looked cleaner, strong. Yeah, but I thought like him coming back just kind of like showed how much like of an impact he is. Yeah. Because, like, in the time that he was gone, they have failed to really, like, find someone who could fill his presence. Mm-hmm. And, like, with Finn Balor leaving, too, it's kind of like carrying – like, he cut this promo on carrying Cross, and it was, like, pretty, like, spot on. It was kind of funny, too. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they kind of need Adam Corey now mm-hmm. in a bad way, even though he, he should be on, like, the main roster. I feel you. I think my concern was more so stemming from that idea of him going to the main roster. I'm like, when he's on NXT, he's fine. Like, going against these guys, you know, kicking the shit out of Gargano, O'Reilly, and Pete Dunne, that's yeah, fine. Like they're the same sizes, basically. Yeah, exactly. But then I was yeah. just thinking, like, a character aside, Adam Cole's great, but, like, if you stand him toe-to-toe with a lot of these dudes, it just looks like, like, how can you really work around this to make him a believable threat to any of these guys? I remember, like, other than him being just like a chicken shit heel. But. Do you remember when, like, Ciampa yeah. and like Gargano had like uh, they were on like a tag team on SmackDown for like a week before they went back to NXT? <laughs> yeah, like I think they faced like Sheamus and Cesaro, and they were like double their size. Mm-hmm. That looked <laughs> weird. That shit looked weird. And then what happened? Ciampa got injured. Yeah, and then they in this fight for the best for both of them. <laughs> that happened. And then it's like, I, no, like I, said, I told you don't put these little boys on my roster. Take them as I feel like Adam Cole will be fine. I feel like he's one of them that would be like fine on their roster. Because I, I feel he like he like kind of has shit. like an, yeah, I feel like he kind of has like an AJ Styles kind of like thing going on in a way. AJ Styles where he can like, like shit. What the fuck is that? Oh, I'm sorry. That was that was uh, AJ Styles. I think is like is like bigger than like well not like so, like height wise but like he's, he's like built more than, built yeah than, than Adam Cole is. He got some meat on his bone. I just feel like Adam Cole has progressively lost more and more weight. When you look at how he used to be in like Ring of Honor, he used to be a big pretty big dude. Yeah, he used to have some weight on him. 
He probably is like more. I'm not trying to body shame Adam Cole. Yeah, he's probably like more. He's probably like better, like cardiovascular shape now. That's probably why he like he like looks leaner. Mm-hmm. I would kind of want him in a tag team with Kevin Owens. I feel like that'd be pretty entertaining. Yeah, because like, like one to, of them turns on the other. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say you have to like both of them like try to turn on each other. We'll turn like, first times. <laughs> I just think back to that picture of them um, when Kevin Owens had the Universal Title and Adam Cole was always champ. I kind of want Kevin Owens to be like in the main event again. I kind of miss him like in the, the main event picture. You well, miss him getting was... you miss him getting beat the fuck up by Roman. I miss him as, as a, a bad guy. Yeah, as a yeah. heel. Oh, okay, yeah, I feel you. Like. Like he was talking mad shit when he was uh-huh. the when he was like NXT champion. Even when he came out like first when like he was feuding with John Cena. Yeah. Honestly, do y'all think it's time for another like roster shakeup? Kind of soon. Yeah, it's way past way past. past though. But, yeah, but I think I, I, for roster shakeup, I think they need to add people. <laughs> like they need yeah. to add we need to add a ton of people. Because I feel like there's like five people on like both rosters. <laughs> like, I mean, like we might have to get into people. we will, we we can we can kind of start the show now because we're gonna have to get into like these roster moves and everything because it seems like they're starting to make these moves more so now where they're not trying to hoard talent no more like how people always say they do. It seems like now they trying to rely on the solid core of talent that they have. You know, they trying to really hone in on who do we have right now that we can use. Let's focus on them. The people that don't really fit this, we can we can kind of let go, trim some of the fat, and I think that's what's happening now. So I um, think yeah. yeah, okay, well, yeah, let's just start. Let's go. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number fourteen of Subject to Change, another pro wrestling podcast for your eardrums. It's your boys, the Fabulous Three Bros. Vince McMahon's here, being joined by Chad G. It's good. A pro wrestling journalist and my boy, the slim villain. Yo, what's what's popping? My fault. I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. No, you good. You good. You good, man. Hey, you didn't cut me off, but look, we got a lot of people that got cut off this week by the company Damn, we man, know. That was, by the company we know. This is why I call you the king of transitions. Yes, transitional king. What? What did? It, whoa, that's that could be used in a different context. But look, hey, man, there's a lot we got to get into this week. I was excited as hell to record this episode with y'all just because you know we got to dive into these topics man big news that hit the web this week we had some big releases we already been getting a lot of releases as is in the months prior but i think this wave of releases right here is definitely the most star-studded or like the biggest one yet so if you haven't heard yet this week we learned on wednesday that the wwe came to terms of releasing braun Strowman, alistair black Buddy Murphy, Lana, Santana Garrett, and Ruby Riot. Now, out of this list, which one were you most surprised by, and which one are you like most upset by? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I was pretty surprised. I was kind of surprised by like a lot of them actually. So it's kind of hard to like pick which one I was the most surprised by. I guess I was most surprised by Alistair Black because. It seemed like they were like building something for him, and like he was about to like get into something on TV, and then they kind of just cut him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Ruby Bryant was just on TV, and then they just cut her. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these people were just on. I mean, besides Murphy, really, and Santana Garrett. Yeah, I wasn't really. We're pretty much on on TV in the last two weeks. So, Braun Strowman, I was kind of surprised by. Yeah. 
I'd hold my comments on that though. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we can get into Braun like the most out of everybody because that that to me was the most surprising one because when you think about Braun, you think of he's really like a staple, you know, in the WWE. He was one of their main faces. We just saw him in the main event of the last pay per view. He was just on Raw Monday. Two days later, gone. It's like damn, that's how they feel. But like this has a lot of people, you know, questioning what what are their motivations right now? Like why why would they cut somebody? that we that was viewed as so like so highly in the company to now just like cutting them just because like budget cuts like i guess i they... think the i'm sorry no you can the the most like it's only annoying because like i remember like back then they used to like do releases like all the time so it's not really all that surprising that they're like starting to do it again mm-hmm. but it's just annoying because it's like they keep saying that it's budget cuts but it's like it's almost like they're they're trying to insult your intelligence because it's like is it is it really budget cuts or do you just need to like get rid of people because yeah you feel like I don't know you're like hoarding a whole bunch of people and now it's like you don't need them anymore. I think it's yeah. kind of a mix of both. What do you think, Chad? I think I think it it's probably is like a mix of both. Like they probably don't need to. Mm-hmm. Like they like I, like they're the most profitable they've ever been as a company, but they're probably they're a corporation, so they're trying to be like as, pro- as profitable as possible like yeah. you know, like what the UB cost is their budget doesn't really correlate necessarily with how much they earn you know what i mean yeah they it's don't like they don't more. they don't really care like they want to be they want more and more <laughs> like they don't care that yeah. they're, they're, they're so profitable they're like oh we can cut these people and then it won't make that big a difference like okay let's do that then so it's like, you, um, it's no. like imagine getting laid off by like a super profitable company it's like what the fuck? Why am I getting laid off right now? So y'all don't got enough for me? Little just, me? It's, it's, like, what it's kind of like, what did I do wrong? Like, you can't even question it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, why did I get fired? Yo, how, how, how little is NXT UK talent making that that's still a thing? Because <laughs> if I was like in charge and I, and I come in and I'm like, wait a minute. So we have this huge money making, like money loser in the UK. Like nobody has no buzz. Nobody really talks about it. Like, what's the purpose of it? Why don't we shut this down? Like, yeah, I'd be like, they don't want to admit that that's a failure. Like, I can't name to you five talent from NXT UK. I really can't. Like, I feel like it's besides the champions are people that yeah, have like, already been like, and they've been champions for like two that. years. Like, like Kaylee Ray's been champion for like two years. Like, Walter's been. They don't make for them like change champions because nobody give a fuck about it. <laughs> like, that's why they don't make the titles change. It's like y'all don't got nobody over here that I could care to see. Intent for this shit. I feel like I feel like they have NXT UK just because they want Walter, but he doesn't want to live in America full time. So yeah. that's the only reason that they had like the entire organization just to like placate him. All right, well, let's not dive too deep into NXT UK because we do got we gotta we gotta talk about each and every single one of these people, man. Because like they deserve that much respect. Like for Strowman, at least we can like kind of predict the what the Gary. future moves are for yeah. them, but. What I'm tired of hearing from everybody is like, they should go to AEW. They got released. I just noticed what happened. The WWE doesn't know how to use their talent. As soon as they go to AEW, they're going to be used. They're going to know how to use them. They're going to book them correctly. Like, I'm tired of hearing that. First and foremost, I don't want to see Braun Strowman show up in AEW. I don't. Because I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. It does a disservice for both people. Because look, Braun Strowman, for one, He's downgraded himself to a position that's like a lower wrestling company. I don't think Braun Strowman 
needs to be a wrestler anymore. I think he could go off and he could do plenty of stuff in Hollywood. He could be motion capture. He could be a voice actor. He could do whatever he wants. Second, that makes AEW look like trash, having somebody like Braun just come in and just demolish their competition. Like, they got somebody like Nick Camarano right there who they need to just build up as their own kind of Braun. Like, how would it look if they had Braun just come in and basically be, like, the superior to somebody that they already trying to build up? To be in that spot, you know what Brian I mean? Brian Cage, Cage, exactly. Like they got, and, too and that's the thing. They, they like, got too many big niggas over there, but it. they have big guys. But then Braun's like way bigger, bigger than, bigger than yeah. them. So, that's so what makes them look small. It makes them look it small. Them. He From looked a like business a... standpoint, I'm not even gonna lie. It kind. Uh, well, actually, hold on. Let me let me think about this. I was gonna say, from a business standpoint, it would be kind of stupid for AEW not to try and go and get him. But no, also, I, I hear you on that. I do hear you on that, but. WWE definitely probably owns the Braun Strowman character, and without the Braun Strowman character, is he really even like that big? Of like, gonna be Adam? You know, I mean, what's he gonna? Adam Shirt, like Adam Shirt, yeah. Oh man, I guess I guess. <laughs> big A. Wait, whatever, whatever. What Braun Strowman do without his train gimmick? Being a <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, as far as Braun Strowman, don't don't go to AEW. Honestly, Braun, you don't need to wrestle no more, guy. I don't. I can't see him. Just give it up. I can't see him going anywhere. Like I can't see him going anywhere else. And, I think and anywhere also, else would be a downgrade. And I think him going to Hollywood would be the best move for him. But and right. also, I don't know how. Well, well, people also he, he doesn't seem like a guy who looks too highly on the indies. He had that like very exactly. advice like Instagram post during the beginning of the pandemic where he's like basically like, oh, how come he's like how come indie wrestlers aren't just big six eight. 400 pound guys like maybe you can get signed with no wrestling experience like i don't understand this <laughs> yeah that's why i said i'll hold my comments on this one like like stroman like he like he talked a lot of shit about people that like were not making money in wrestling last year so i, I like you don't want to see anybody lose their job but i could see why some people weren't like too sympathetic to him right now yeah honestly Braun, whatever you do man I think you'll probably succeed. He can go any of these companies, like you, what you were saying, Dylan, it'll be a mistake for any of these companies not to reach out to him. So I think AEW probably already spoke to him. We'll see what happens with that. I mean, we can get in a little bit later as to what AEW is already doing. But before that, I do just want to talk a little bit about Alistair and Murphy. Because those are some guys I can see going to AEW. If I had to choose, I guess I'll say... Nah, I don't know. Yeah, I I want to see uh I I would see uh Alistair, Alistair Murphy. In mm-hmm. I would I would like to see them both in New Japan too though. That's the thing. I always say I'd like to see people in New Japan, but I barely even watch it. But you're not gonna watch it, right? It's just yeah. the idea. Of it. <laughs> That's why I'm like, what? I'm trying to think what's gonna like service me the best. Like if I have Murphy and Alistair on weekly television, you know that they have haven't been well, on Wednesdays honestly, and Fridays. Think- That's cool. Maybe for now, I feel like uh, maybe Murphy might be better suited in like Impact, just like to build up his name more and like just like work various independents before going be a to AEW. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he'd like, have a better chance of being like a top top guy. In, in yeah, Impact. like he can stand out more in like Impact, yeah. and then and then work his way like up to AEW again. Could or, you like, imagine? With... I'm sorry, I'm fantasy booking. Where are you going? <laughs> Uh, Buddy Murphy versus Kenny Omega? 
Yeah, uh, Katie Vegas, but you stole my moves. <laughs> Yo, that would, that would literally be like that Spider Man picture. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Buddy Murphy was always like the Kenny Omega to WWE. But yeah, I mean, either these guys, Murphy can go to Impact, Alistair, he might go to the uh, A double dub. Who knows, man? It's a lot. It's a lot happening. We had. Um, Speaking of Aster Black, he's making some like. I feel like he, he's a bit like delusional about like his time. Really? Because you're saying it's because of how positively he phrased it. No, I mean like about like oh kind of like about his interactions with just like man how he loved his ideas creatively like because yeah. he said if he loved his ideas creatively and he, he said TV. he wasn't injured he said he wasn't injured too he was not on TV for like seven months. And then he gets on TV finally and gets released like the next week. Like, does that correlate to him loving your ideas like, creatively? <laughs> and, I mean, and, we really don't know. I mean, he could have like spoken to him and said, yeah, I love it. But maybe they just something happened where they just can't really find a way to fit it in just because you know, of the time. Maybe they wanted to wait a little bit, but I guess they decided they couldn't wait anymore. You know, wait for the crowds to come back and get that reaction or whatever. But. You know, it's crazy. This is going to be like a super weird take, but I, I don't know. And then this could be like completely wrong. But when you hear like talent speak about Vince McMahon, and then like you think about like the shit that WWE does, and it's like, could Vince really have as much control? Like, clearly, he has all the control of WWE, right? But what doesn't he have control of? Like, yeah, it has to be him. Like, he has to have the final say on releases. Yeah, right? especially so somebody like, as big as like Alistair. Like, there's no way that he's just gonna be like look on like he just opened up his film and he's just like, oh, Alistair got released. I didn't know that. Like, yeah, so somebody ran that really by him know. before. I really somebody, don't know. Somebody definitely ran that by. Like, he's like the the he's still like the last line of like in creative. Like to this day, like he's still we know that he's the last line everything. in terms of what happens on television, but I feel like behind the scenes well, business, business too. Maybe, I don't know if he's really the one that's conducting all that. No, he is. Like, yeah, like, it, it, there's no there's no way he, he could have like there's no way he could be like overlooking all those decisions. Yeah, like, I don't he think probably he does have I remember is doing is like where like somebody like Santana Gary, he probably doesn't give a shit because he probably never saw her, but like someone like Alistair yeah. Black who's like been on the main roster for for years he's had like conversations with like somebody probably ran the by him who just came back to television somebody's like oh like we're thinking about releasing alistair black he has to be like okay like or yeah. no don't do like, that damn i guess we have to <laughs> well i mean he i just probably definitely that. doesn't care about as much. well he probably does care but he definitely probably yeah he has that. the business mind where he's like oh we have to yeah. do this you know he's not he's not gonna be like hold the phone we can't do this like that's my boy. That's Tommy Yen right there, yo. I can't that's what, that's why I think he's like the, a little bit like delusional about like how like he thinks like Vince saw him. Like he saw yeah. him like he sees like most talent. That's not like the top, top guys. Like he oh, saw man. him as expendable. <laughs> he saw yeah. him as somebody that was expendable. I think literally almost any, we're seeing now almost anyone and everyone is expendable. Like it's li- only like a handful of people that aren't, I think, that expendable to the wwe and that's not that's not to discredit the performers but i mean it's a business yeah and it's like yeah. well it's how they book they, them too they book yeah. them to be expendable they book they book people to not matter like yeah as much as that's they, the most annoying part like Braun Strowman, he was over huge like th- two three years ago when he was feeding brains and doing that like i'm not finished with you yet getting huge reactions every single week like huge baby face reactions 
and they never pulled the trigger on him. They waited too long. They waited like a few years too long to finally pull the trigger on Braun. And, and like they do that over and over again. They did that with like Rusev too. Like Rusev Day was getting over. And then they finally like did something with them, but it was like several months like after like the peak of that. Like they rarely like fall into, they rarely capitalize on like wrestlers' peaks like these days. Like Kofi, Mania, and like Daniel Bryan, like WrestleMania, like 30 journey, like those kind of like fell in their laps basically. And yeah. then like went with it. Everything and, gold. Like, over the last few years, it kind of just fell on their laps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, you would have to be an idiot to ruin this. Yeah, like, 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 Kofi, like Kofi Mania, like, like that was almost impossible like, to ruin. Like, I think this then, is a perfect time to bring in that CM Punk tweet. Okay, yeah, yeah let's bring it up. Yeah, let's no, let, yeah, let's talk about it, though, because you're right. Um, CM Punk responded to all these, like, recent releases of talent and... Um, what he said was pretty spot on. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Uh, he said, and I quote, I quote, sorry, here we go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll, I'll read the uh, original tweet that was posted by John Squires to, to which he responded for, uh, to. He said, one thing that has consistently bummed me out about WWE in recent years is that there's been a wealth of incredible talent in the company, but they rarely seem to really know what to do with any of it. This latest wave of releases is a truly stunning reflection of that issue. Uh, CM Punk then goes on to respond and says, it's like a movie with a blockbuster budget and cast, but if it's written by creatively bankrupt nincompoops, specifically for an audience of one, in a language nobody understands anymore, it's trash. But people watch it because they like movies. And I just thought that was the perfect perfect phrasing for everything that's wrong with the wwe right now they have a overload com- like complete star-studded roster of talent but when it comes time to creative and the booking and the decisions that go into making these people matter it is shit specifically on monday friday it's pretty good could be better but you get my drift why There's a lot why of people here? on friday that i'm like beginning to like I, i've always noticed it but it's a lot more noticeable lately you think it's like they they're too limited with like the people that they use yeah i mean honestly i would rather have like a solid small group of people that you use than just like nobody at all i don't know because it's kind of it's kind of the same on friday and monday where it's like they have a certain select group of group of people that they're focusing on but for some reason on smackdown it things actually progress and move forward it's like when i turn on raw it's like i'm getting nothing i don't get it yeah so like I don't, smackdown I don't really progresses but raw kind of just smackdown progresses in a weird way it kind of like progresses in a like it's like I gradual know. i mean it moves i think things just move faster like it just like things are just like pace better the two Which hours raw, raw, smackdown now. sometimes all. sometimes like like I feel like sometimes they need to like switch up a little bit, like the the Reigns format, like the Reigns family. Like I think yeah, him just coming. I'm tired of him coming out opening yeah, promo, opening like, opening yeah. SmackDown five minutes to walk to the ring all slowly, mm-hmm. like talks like about like the like family drama in the beginning of the show, like for like ten minutes brings out the Usos, like they have like their their little thing, and that's like the first like twenty minutes of like SmackDown like the past month. Mm-hmm. 
Like, yeah. I want them to, like, switch that up a little bit. Like, do some, because, but it feels like Reigns doesn't have, like, an opponent right now. He, no, like, he doesn't. I, he doesn't. I don't think have, he's, like, I don't think he has a hell of a match. That's fine. I don't think he needs one. But the but one yeah. good thing, like, I've been noticing about NXT lately is that, like, even if, say, like, they debut a talent and they don't, like, stay on for, like, a storyline or something, like, they recycle new, like, fresh people yeah. to, like, have one-off matches or, like, open challenges or whatever. It's like, I feel like the main roster could do that. They're kind of just super lazy. I think another thing NXT used to do really before – I think they still do it now, but before they went to live TV, they used to, have, like, cycle – pretty much have, like, a A roster and a B roster just for NXT. Like, they would have one week a certain group of people be shown, and then next week a next group of people be shown, and then the week after that the first group. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think they should start – I think they still kind of do that a little bit now. I haven't really been paying attention, but – Yeah, they, they kind of – You get the point. Like, they, 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 were the good, they were pretty good with, like, cycling people in and out. Um, and I think like they just need to take notes on that, especially like Raw with Drew Mac. Drew McIntyre just been running to the ground. We tired of him. You know he could be somebody we see you know every other week or so. We don't need to see Drew and every Drew in action every week. But yeah, I mean that that going back to that CM Punk tweet, I just thought like the phrasing and everything that he said about that was like so picture perfect. It was and, perfect. Yeah. It's like no better way to describe it. Yeah, it just sucks. Like we all want to watch these great movies with our favorite actors, but we end up just getting eh, some, something that uh, has room for improvement. But um, with that being said, where do y'all, where do y'all see like the general like direction of the WWE going? Cause a lot of people think that these moves that they're making, you know, releasing this talent is prepping them, you know, to be in good standing to sell the company potentially, you know, that's, that's a, what a lot of rumors and speculation is going on about. What are y'all thoughts on this? Like, how do y'all see this really playing out? Do y'all think that Vince would sell the company or is he just like in it to see how much he could make potentially? Um, I think people are probably looking into it a lot more than they should. Do I think he will sell the company? Uh, of course. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think, think he would sell that shit in a heartbeat <laughs> if someone offered him enough money. Is he about to right now? Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think so. He may like be trying to make as much money as possible, but mm-hmm. I don't think he's trying to like make any like weird ass decisions. Yeah. I feel like we'd see it coming. I feel like I feel this like this maybe yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It might be preparing for like a couple years down the line. This yeah, it may not be like, in the immediate future, but this might be like the beginning state, like getting his stuff in order. Like they had like they hired a bunch of new executives and stuff, like clearing off like some big contracts. Like two years from now, in their philosophy of like how they're signing contracts, like going to one of the sign people too. Uh, yeah, I could see them like just like the next few years, just like making sure like they're like they're as like profitable as possible for whoever like they sell to. You know, it's kind of funny <laughs> in a way. It's like it's almost looking like you know Triple H is putting all this work, and he's probably still not going to end up with the company. <laughs> that would be crazy. I wonder Next if he thing, you know to... Triple H is all elite. <laughs> I wonder if he wants to run like all of WWE because like, I don't think he does. I because Vince McMahon's insane. Like he should, he he theoretically should not be doing all the jobs that he does. Like like he should like they should have like separate people for like <laughs> some of these jobs that he does. He should have people in charge. I just don't like want one person in charge of booking. I just don't want yeah. one person to be the final to say. 
I feel like if Triple H was in charge of that, he would make it so it's like at least a group of people he's working with. You know he's going to be next to Sean. You know he's going to be next to Matt Bloom or whatever. You know, I, making Triple, these decisions. And also, I feel like Triple H and Stephanie probably like want to actually like probably like be there for their family like a little bit too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they don't, don't want to be like, workaholics. Yeah, like work like 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 wake up like four a.m. every day for like seven years <laughs> and and do the same thing. Like you know, it's crazy. I, I actually think that that they would probably be better if they sold it. Like it, it would be, definitely honestly. be like super different. And definitely like, and I feel like it's needed, like, because I feel like that having that company above them would like put them in check in ways that they can't do for themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I really don't know. Like, it's hard to picture how it would look, but let's say, for example, a company like Disney, because I think they're the only, they one of the only few companies that could have the money to buy them right now. If Disney were to buy WWE, how would that look for, say, like their creative team? Would they then have to mandate that? they have more diverse people backstage you know what i mean like what would like things that are commonly worked into like business practices today be implemented more with the wwe because i feel like their foundation with how they conduct business is just so old you know what i mean i heard a rumor that they're trying to actually make like the wwe universe like a thing like an actual like a place marvel like, yeah, like, like Marvel. Yes. Yeah, I, which is kind of hilarious. I, <laughs> I think, like, if they actually, like, nail down characters over the next few years. That's the thing, though. Like, they, they would need to actually, like, plan stuff out, which is not a strong suit of them. They need to actually have, like, plans for months in the future and, like, ideas of where stories will go and, like, what will yeah. happen next. I'm interested to see it, like, them potentially be bought because we've never seen wrestling present... I mean, we've had WCW, but we've never seen wrestling really presented to us much by people who originally worked outside of wrestling. You know what I mean? Like... I, I feel like Lucha what if more was kind of like that. Yeah. But they had, they, had, they had wrestling people along. Like, what if we had more television yeah. producers? Like, what if we had more like tv writers actually working for these shows and not you know what i mean and honestly i think it would probably look like lucha underground i think they were probably they they kind of had something there it the, just was like lucha the, underground with a wwe budget i want it yeah well, the first thing that uh the first one that tried that uh on mtv Wrestling oh, Society, wrestling yes. Society, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wrestling show produced by outside wrestling people. It was selling. That, it was, that show it was, was paying wild. wrestlers with fifty dollars and a pack of backwoods. <laughs> hey, they were on TV. <laughs> they got them an MTV. That's probably like yeah. the appeal. Like you're on MTV. Like, that was the first place I saw Mister Seth Rollins, aka Tyler Black. Then New Jack there. That Vampiro. <laughs> New Jack popped up for like one episode. The first episode. Yeah, he came out of Battle Royale. He was, like, he was like, oh my god, it's New Jack. <laughs> yeah, what's his name there? X-Pac. Says his name was Six-Pac, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, what a uh, show. Yeah, why are, we met, why are we talking about Wrestling Society X? Um, Wrestling my final question Society. about WWE. If they were to sell, how much they getting sold for? Throw out a number. Uh, a number? Throw out a billion. number. Two billion? That's it? Two, three billion. I'm saying uh, three billion. I'm saying seven. Yeah, I'm gonna billion. say like seven billion. Oh my goodness! Uh, I mean, how much are they worth now? They're like worth like yeah. Vince McMahon's an individual network is two is two point one billion. I mean, but they're not buying Vince McMahon. I know. Yeah, they're not buying Vince McMahon. His individual network. How much do you think the WWE is worth? If his is that? Yeah, that's about as of twenty twenty number that I thought. Yeah, the WWE network is five point seven billion. I think they could get sold easily for like 
seven to ten billion dollars. I'm not even lying. I'm gonna go on the limb and say, well, how much was how much was Star six. Wars sold for? That was how much how much was Star Wars sold for to Disney? Because they're gonna get way less than that. So I'm gonna say, yeah, that's how that's how to say. Whoa, yeah, pro- it was uh, 25. 20, yeah, 25 billion in 2018. 25 billion. Um, so, I, I don't know. I'll say five. It's I'll way more. It's more valuable than five billion. I'm telling you, the devil. You gotta think about. Bro. You gotta think about merch. You gotta think about toy deals. You gotta think about network. I don't deals. think they they make as much money as they be trying to. At least from like fl- merch flexing? and shit. Yeah, yeah I think they be flexing a little bit. But they merch be looking like trash. I don't, I don't be saying. I don't that know. Like, wrestling fans buy a lot of shit. A lot of stupid shit. Like people bought true. that five hundred dollar. Uh, that five hundred dollar theme belt. That looked like, like garbage. I want, I want whoever bought that theme belt. To, oh, actually, let me not say that. Never mind. <laughs> Wait, what do you think well, I say some disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, I say some disrespectful. We're on a live podcast. They, they might be listening to this show. <laughs> oh, who fucking motorcycle just made the cut? Uh, um, exact time window. Anyway, what, what the fuck else happened this week? Um, shit. If if we ain't talking about WWE, that must be that must mean we gotta talk about the other company that's across the lake. Um, the lake, the ones that used to be on Wednesdays and now is on Fridays. I thought you were talking about New Japan. You said across the lake. Yeah, like, across the, the lake. <laughs> but even that, like what lake is? What lake is AEW crossing? The, the Forbidden Lake. The Forbidden Lake. You the ain't forbidden here. Lake. The forbidden Lake. <laughs> The fourth dimension. That's no. Is no, that the lake break... that Braun Strowman fell in at one time and he came back bald? Oh god, that was a shitty story. Like everything Bray Wyatt, I'm telling you. Bray <laughs> forgot that shit even happened. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's been in the most shitty storylines of the past ten years. I, 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 Yo, <laughs> fuck that deadbeat ass nigga Bray Wyatt. Fucking left his family to fucking fuck JoJo and get a baby. All right, let me stop. I'm not, I'm not saying it's right. That's disrespectful. I'm yeah. so tired of like. <laughs> I think like the supernatural characters, like I'm just like I don't know. It'd be feeling so like it childish. doesn't work. It it doesn't work in a wrestling context because you actually you have to have a match. Like it's like it's why am I about to fight this supernatural nigga right now? Like <laughs> like for what? <laughs> like yeah, I'm you, too grown for this. Do you guys remember when like him and Miz had uh, their feud with each other? And, like he oh he popped up at his crib. crib yeah, his daughter's crib. <laughs> That shit was hot. Don't but but no, but no, but then the, the match happens and Mitch just makes his entrance like normal. Like he does like the stupid spin. He has like yeah. the stupid goggles and the headband. He should have came out like, running and just beating his like, ass. Yeah. Oh, wait, when, when they <laughs> like had that match in your house. When they had that match, wasn't it against regular uh uh Mr. Rogers Bray Wyatt? Yeah, but still he should like beat that the shit was out stupid. Of him. It was so stupid. Like, like the match should have started off with Mitch just running down to the ring. Can we get out of here? Can we get out of here? Um <laughs> We got double or nothing to recap. Real quick. Talking about Stop. Bray Wyatt's shitty story. I don't want to fucking talk about Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I'm tired of talking about shit on this show. Um, double or nothing. <laughs> double or nothing was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good show. Watch it? Did y'all watch it? Yeah, did you watch it? I, I did not watch. I'm so sorry. I forgot. I don't even think I was home. <laughs> oh yeah, you even out. But look, Dylan don't even matter, nigga. You you was not in the running for this fucking um for this predictions title. The score oh, ended up being so bad. The score ended up being eight to six to was that a four? Oh, damn. Eight to six to four. Chad retained four. the title. Yeah. Chad retained. I don't know why. One of these I picked some dumb shit. 
I picked some dumb shit on here. Yeah, I don't know why I picked Lance. I don't know why I picked Lance Archer. That's why I was. I don't know why I picked Lance Archer. But um, didn't Chris Jericho win? Yeah, he did. The pin. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I picked the pinnacle for that too. Um, I should have saw that coming. The inner circle was gonna was gonna keep themselves safe or whatever. Uh, Chad, you a dickhead for picking a go go. What I tell you, nigga, Cody don't lose. <laughs> Cody don't lose. I was being hopeful. I was um, being hopeful that he would lose. Casino Battle Royal, we all thought Christian was going to win, and it almost looked like that. I literally, when we was looking at it, I was like, yo, this is literally about to be a repeat of Royal Rumble with Edge, except it's Christian, and it's an ADW. He came out first. He was wrestling, whatever, a little bit in the match. He got beat the fuck up for a little bit, was rolled out to the mat for like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's exactly what Came back at the end, <laughs> and then it ends up being him and Jungle Boy versus like Private Party, and... At the end, Jungle Boy comes up with the dub. Um, Jungle Boy's pretty over, I guess, a little yeah. bit right now. Yeah, he's very. I think he's very over right now. Yeah, like, crowd like loves his like singing his theme song too. His theme song is stupidest shit to me, but all right. Um, I mean, the crowd loves it. Yeah, crowd loves it. Nah, that's white people. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. anything else? Um, I want to talk about the last two matches. Anything else in this beginning? Uh, Mac Young Bucks, whatever. No, nothing really crazy. Um, uh, well, I, I like the Sting, entrance. Sting showed uh, out. For what entrance? Uh, the John Moxley and Eddie Kingston coming up to Wild Thing with like a full crowd. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another uh, white that people cool jam. Entrance. That's another. And then, and then you had uh, you had Eddie Kingston like getting like Eddie chance. Like, that was like first time like a full like the full crowd too. So that was cool to see, like, and get like recognition. So, this was their way to write off Moxley, and I guess to redeem themselves. From that shitty explosion angle they tried to pull. So now Young Bucks, um, they hit him with the BTE trigger. Is that what it's called? Yeah, hit him like a couple times with it. Yeah. They hit him like five times. They've been making that shit look so weak though. They used to be tapping him with their knees. They'd be like, Yeah, a lot of their offense doesn't look too impactful. Mm-hmm. But I got a new take on the Young Bucks. I love hating them. I think I think I'm just worked at this point. I don't know what it is. <laughs> But See, I just think they're corny. Yeah, like, I think it's very corny, but I think <laughs> I guess that's what they're trying to do. So I guess in a sense, I'm being worked. No, but I feel like or are they just really corny? I don't know. I, I like that's why. I, like this is because I this thought is about not, that too. This is not fucking complex with the young bucks, Kenny Omega, Autumn. It's like I don't know if you're genuinely corny or if you're working me to make you think that you're corny. And if that's true, then you're actually good. No, but see, I but, think I think like Kenny Omega is playing like a similarly like. Like over the top like character, but I feel like it works better with him. I feel like he does it better <laughs> than they do it. Like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's like because he's not trying to be like as like wink wink like meta as the they they part. love like, that's like their type of humor, and I hate that. But can you make he's just like being like an eagle maniacal like crazy yeah. like cartoony like maniac like that's what that's what he's been doing like when he hit uh. We hit pop with like all the titles, like that was yeah. That was, I was like, I was, actually, fucking, it was I awesome. That was kind of funny. It was, was like, awesome. It was so I've never seen it. It was awesome. He's like, give me my next belt. Yeah, he's just like, give Boom. me the next. <laughs> give me the next. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> and then Pac just like kept getting up. I'm like, what is this bullshit? But <laughs> no, I mean, that's real though because like that main event, I was like thoroughly enjoying that. I told y'all how I feel about Orange Cassidy. Like, I'm, yeah, that's my favorite dude in AEW right now. Him, they were putting on a good match, and then at the end, it's like this bullshit. Like, 
And I'm like, yo, that's so fucking corny. Like they got they gotta cut down but on that. They they're really like they're are they working me or is it genuinely just ass? Because I, I don't know. I, like I, think, I don't know. I think they do too many. There's it's to too many, many like, like I don't want to see all the interference, time. Interference, interference, yeah. interference finishes. Cause since he's been healed, he his all his finishes have been interferences. And it's like, like at a certain point, like, it, just eventually, running, it just gets running the ground. It's like, where are we going with this? Like eventually, like because I think he's going to be facing, well, he has to face Jungle Boy first, but I think he's going to be him. And mm-hmm. I think he's going to face, like, Orange Cassidy, like, one-on-one. Whenever they have that match, Orange Cassidy, like, it should be, like, like anybody associated with him is banned from, like, from ringside. Anybody associated with mm-hmm. the elite, like, Don Callis, like, the Good Brothers, uh, Brandon Cutler, Young Bucks, like, all that, Nakazawa, like, they're all banned from ringside. So then he actually has to, like, beat somebody, like, straight up, like, at a certain point, because like you can't just be Adam Page. I think that Adam Page beating him is so obvious. If they want to really make but a I, move, I mean, if they really want to make a fucking splurge, give it to Orange Cassidy. But I mean, Adam Adam Page is like he's getting over like very over. He is over. He's over. He's over. You that Poppy got to start off like the yeah. Like he's probably like my second my second favorite ball in there, but. I mean, everybody just sees that coming, though. I'm like, I mean, yo, the sto- if you really want to make a splash, a shock, if you really want to make a new star, Orange Cassidy. I mean, Orange Cassidy's already a star, too. Yeah, he is. But, I mean. But he's not considered, I mean, like, legitimate main eventer as of yet. A lot of people don't think of him in that way. I feel like he kind of, like he, he beat Jericho. He won that few with Jericho. Yeah. Maybe he need, like, a few more just to, like, add to his stat sheet. Um. But anyway, enough enough about the Kenny Omega title scene. Um, I'm just trying to look forward to see, you know, when are we going to get to the downfall of this huge title run he's going on? But I think that's going to be a long time coming. So final match I wanted to talk about, shed some light on. Britt Baker finally won the World Women's cha- uh, Championship by beating Carl Sheeta after she held it for over a year. I believe on that Friday was like her year anniversary. Mm-hmm. They introduced a new title. Looks great. A lot better than that toy belt. Now Britt Baker is over like Rover. Um, Chad, I asked you before the show if you would think Britt Baker should turn face. You said no. Personally, I think she should just because it'll give a mix up to the just like the overall title picture they have. They got a lot of heel champions. Would you consider Miro a heel right now or a face? Uh, I think Miro is a heel. Like yeah. at least pretty. I think he's solid heel. Yeah. I don't think he's a tweener at all. He like he's like talking about. It, like, I was just a little confused. Like when he feuded with Lance for that, those few. Well, I mean, Lance, like, I mean, Lance, Lance Archer's like no, Lance Archer's been a face for for a while. Yeah, they're both they both kind of tweeners to me. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess he's heel. So that just goes more towards my point. I think Britt Baker, she's at the point right now where it's like the crowd is finding it hard not to cheer for her, and she came out on Friday, did that stupid ass burger segment. And that shit flopped, went nowhere. But <laughs> hey, Nyla yeah. Rose, Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose doing something. She been, I feel like she been on the sidelines for a minute too. Yeah, Nyla Rose has it. Uh, she's been like on dark mostly. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think that's her like next week. But is Nyla Rose uh, a, a face? She's been a heel. So I, I, I think Nyla Rose. I guess might be turning. turning her face now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, since we already talking about AEW, um, we'll talk about SmackDown idea. afterwards. But what are your thoughts on we've seen it for two to three weeks now? Like having AEW pop up on Fridays at ten. Oh wait, what? We're getting one a little more thing. Preview. Yeah, go one ahead. more thing before we go to that. Uh, we mm-hmm. didn't talk about Andrade 
I was it, gonna get into it. I was gonna get into it. Oh, okay. But no, actually, that, it'll be better for us to talk about that first. Because um, yeah. Andrade popped up. up. With, Andrade's here. With Nyla Rose, like the Vicky Vicky Guerrero connection. Is that affection? Because because if they turn Nyla heel, they turn Nyla Rose face. It kind of looks like Andrade is like gonna be heel, like when he comes yeah. in. So like. So that's why I'm like, like dynamic with that. I think they should keep Nyla heel and turn Britt Baker face. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm, I feel like I think Breaker's just like hitting a stride though, like as like a heel, this character. Yeah. Like if it happens, it happens. But like she shouldn't like explicitly be like, oh, I'm like, oh good. Yeah, guy. I don't yeah, I don't think she should change her character at all. I think she should just like play into that cockiness and like the jokey kind of side of her that just like disrespects her opponent and just let the crowd feed off of that. Don't really play into the hand of disrespecting the crowd. And then you could easily just make her a face with the same character. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they could have had her cut that stupid. They didn't need to do that stupid burger shit that they did on Friday where they, she was like, check under the seat. Ha 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 ha. It's nothing actually there. Ha ha ha. You want to know why? Because I worked for all these burgers. I deserve all these burgers. I was like, <laughs> what? What the fuck? What did this become about burgers? But I, I get what she was getting at. Everything's about burgers. <laughs> Everything's about burgers. Why do you think we do this work, huh? <laughs> so we can get these McDonald's burgers on the road. Look, yeah, man. What was your reaction seeing Vicky Guerrero come out? Excuse me, and announces somebody signed. I said, "Oh shit, who we getting right now?" Because look, everybody knows the streets is open right now. She came out. She said, "I would like to introduce to you." I said, "Who could this be? Samoa Joe? No, Daniel Bryan? No, Alistair Black? No, fucking." Braun Strowman, no. Andrade, El Idolo. It makes perfect sense. Here he is, Fridays, AW, he signed. I saw it coming, but for some reason, my jaw is still open on the floor. I don't know why. Like I, I think it was the way it happened, too. We, yeah, we knew this match was coming. It's the way it happened, too, Vicky Guerrero, because I'm like, what's Vicky Guerrero doing out here? Yeah. And then she, and then like he just like walks out. And also, I like, kind of like, wish they just had him run and beat somebody to fuck up. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, I don't know. Like sometimes it's kind of like a little anticlimactic when he yeah. people, and it's just like, yeah, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, a- <laughs> that's how it was with Christian too. But I mean, the way Christian has been presented so far has been great. So introductions aside, they haven't been doing bad with people that they've been bringing in. But the best, in like the best AEW. Uh, like the best AEW debut was John Moxley at Double or Nothing where he came mm-hmm. from the crowd he came like out, unexpectedly yeah, just yeah. like beat the shit out of everybody in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like that was that was a good uh, debut. Oh, also uh, forgot to mention on Double or Nothing, Leo Rush popped up. Oh, shout out Leo Rush. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan didn't know that. <laughs> he didn't sign though. I heard he signed with NJPW. Um, I think he's just being loaned to uh, AEW. Like he's gonna like do like a few dates to AEW. Yeah. I kind of like that for him. It seems like he wants to float around a little bit. He might still be doing stuff with MLW. Um, so yeah, keep doing that. I like I like wrestlers having the freedom to just go, just go wherever. That's what I like. That's yeah. what I like to see like now with the like the way the industry's moving. Like people that go outside the E now have so many opportunities. And I think that's just such a benefit to the industry. But anyway, uh speaking of which, Mark Henry, Mark Henry's now all elite, gonna be on an announced team, I guess, for the new Friday show. Also, he kind of teased maybe returning to the ring. 
they said, are you going to come back? He said, uh, I'm not going to say yes or no, but I got a lot left in the tank. That's what he said. So this is yeah. going to sound bad, right? It's not, okay. no, it's not say it, because you're probably saying what's on my mind. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel like a lot of older wrestlers, maybe because like so many like newer wrestlers are coming in and it's like they can do these things or like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of older wrestlers, they don't really know when it's like, I don't know. I want to just be up. good with, yeah, want to just be good with like sitting back. I feel like sometimes they just be trying to like get back on the on the front line and shit. And it's kind of like, I think it's hard for them. Like when they just be around it, they probably just be getting the itch for it so much. Yeah. I mean, I guess that. if he's just doing color commentary, you know, got enough in the tank. Do you? <laughs> No, he, apparently he's been like he's like an amazing like talent scout too because he's the one that discovered Bianca Stroll, Belair. Strowman, yeah. I think he, he he put in the word to get like Apollo Cruz signed. He got he's I think he discovered Jake Cargill too. Like he apparently is like has a great eye for talent. So like that's a, a valuable asset for AW too. Like, yeah, that I agree. Is, yeah, shout I, out to Mark. I just no. like it when they more when they do like. If they say they want to come and like help backstage work and shit versus like I'm about to come and like I want to be in the main event blah 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 and I want to like I don't know I want to show y'all I got a lot more left to give. It's kind of like Matt. Like, do you want to show us? Do you want to show us or do you want to prove to yourself? Yeah, exactly. That yeah, that's yeah. The oh my god! If I never see a Matt Hardy match again, I'll be fine. Honestly, this is the way he walks now, like. He can't, like, the way he moves the ring, so stiff. His legs always been weird to me. He got them they weird, have, like... He the, yeah, he's, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Ever since. It's been like that, but I feel like it's worse. Yeah. I feel like he's got, like, his mobility's like, gotten, like, worse, obviously, like, as he's gotten older and, like, the wear and tear on his body. From, like, I was... Years. I was actually like analyzing Matt Hardy in the private party for a moment. And I was like, it's such a random pairing, but for some reason it works. It works. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I like it though. Like, yeah, as like the Matt Hardy is like the predatory agent that's like stealing yeah. all the money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like um that they're going with the like big money Matt Hardy gimmick that he had kind of in TNA for like that short time before he became broken Matt Hardy. I like now they're they, like running in it more. So. I like to a private party of wrestling and it's like, like regular clothes <laughs> they're not even like yeah. wrestling gear anymore i usually hate that shit but it, it kind of works for them um <laughs> yeah i mean for 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 all the like times i like to come over here and bash aw like i i do have moments like i genuinely enjoy like certain aspects of that show and i just feel like you know there's too many people trying to be so polarized with wrestling nowadays it's like Y'all want to either be WWE, Camp WWE, or y'all want to be Camp AEW. Why can't you just, like, watch each product individually and assess them just how, like, just from, from how, like, what you get from it, like, what you what you see, you know? It's like, I feel like too many people watch AEW expecting to see something that matches WWE and then, or, or vice versa, you know what I mean? And it's like, if you just watch them, the two products individually and take what you want from there, you, you'll enjoy some things, or maybe you might, you might not. I don't know. Not all wrestling is for everybody, but I don't know. Yeah, wrestling is definitely not the same as it was like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I think people know that, but they also still don't really take it into account. Yeah. It's like the, the companies are different. Like WWE is not the same from like AW, and AW mm-hmm. is not the same thing as Impact. So, like, they like trying to compare them sometimes is like pointless. It's whack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I t- like for example, it's like 
so many it's like minor details with aw that i like like for example they have they have video packages now like that's it like when you know like when the entrances come out like you know the entrance video they have people like people have their own entrance videos they don't do that in, in wwe anymore they just have yeah. graphics with their fucking name that's whack i do think wwe deserves the shit they get though i, I will say yeah that. they do so does AW when they do shit. I was saying, like, no, I'm not saying don't criticize these companies. I'm just saying, like, don't watch them expecting to see the other product when you're watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's some things though, like that are like uh, unfair criticisms that uh, I think, like, like with like WWE, like with AW signing like WWE guys, like exclusively, like Mm -hmm. like, people bring that up. Like, I hate that too. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you mean? Like. This is the only co- like wrestling company, like top wrestling company for the past like twenty years. Like who? The- and the like, thing is, of course, the top wrestlers are going to WWE at some point. When the, when WWE literally <laughs> took all the talent from the indies, like in 2015, 16, all those years, like nobody said a damn thing about like, oh, they're taking all ROH guys, they're taking all uh, New Japan Yo. guys, like. It- no yeah, like, oh. WWE definitely took all the impacts, dude. <laughs> they, did. They, took, they, took, they took literally the whole indie scene of like wrestling. Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, PWG. <laughs> yeah, Adam Cole. Like, come on. And it's like Sammy. Like, literally, like that, that main event was like PWG. Like, like was it like Finn Balor? Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, Kyle Riley, Pete Dunne, and yeah. Finn Balor. Like, you, you probably would have seen that like at a PWG show, maybe right. <laughs> like 2015 or something like that. Like, I agree though. I hate when people bring up that point, like, oh, that's a former WWE dude. Like, do you want these people to not have jobs? Like, I don't, I don't get what you mean. Like, like, okay, you saw this person on another show, great. Like, now they're here. But yeah, like, at the same time, it's also like they don't, you don't want them to rely on former guys. Like, that's really the only thing you can really critique them on. But. But they haven't been either. Like that's not like a fair crit. Like like you have like MJF and like Jungle Boy and like Arch Cassidy like being built up and Adam Page. They just use Christian to prop up Jungle Boy. You know. Yeah, yeah. So So, like, I don't think that's like a fair criticism. Like a fair criticism, I think, is like they do too many like like screwy finishes where like there's like too many like 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 giant brawls and stuff like that. Like I think that's like a fair criticism Mm -hmm. that they do they go to that well too often. Now, next thing I'm going to criticize them for, um, just kind of in connection to the larger conversation we was having about the industry moving, AEW is sort of moving in that position to where the WWE used to be. Like, WWE used to be hoarding talent. Now it's looking a little bit like AEW are the ones bringing in a lot of people. And I'm kind of concerned that they're running out of time to give everybody all this attention. And I think soon enough, we're going to see a lot of cuts happen like that that should happen for aw and people gonna be people gonna be up in arms about that one i'm interested to see like if the aw fans are going to be critiquing them the same way that they using all this time to talk shit about the wwe that's all i'm saying um i think some people forget wrestling is a business exactly yeah they can be up in arms but it's kind of like don't take it don't take this shit personally (laughs) don't take this shit personally yeah well, really I think not. just in general, like they, they probably like a lot of people that are like coming up, contracts are coming up. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I feel like it might be like inflated too, like how big the roster is, just because like they brought in like a lot of like local talent just because like they've been based in, in one area. Mm-hmm. So, like, that they that afforded them the ability to bring in like a lot of people. But I feel like once they go back on the road, it's gonna like cut like the roster, like, yeah, 
significantly. They're not going to bring like all these people on the road with them. So it's, um, it's definitely going to help having this new show on Friday. Um, I was going to ask you guys, if you have been watching it, how do you feel about watching another wrestling show on Fridays? Now, now that we've seen it for like two or three weeks, you know, I'm, I'm starting to feel like I was getting used to it, but I think it's starting to thing that I just enjoy right now, just cause like playoffs are going on. And it's like, I have days where I watch basketball and then on Fridays it's like, okay, I watch SmackDown, then I'll tune in AEW. But I feel like after a while I would get burnt out, you know? So I'm a little concerned for this new show they got coming up, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm probably not. I don't know. I feel like, like how we say like, Three hours of Raw is a lot. Like mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna like that's tune into sh- another show. Shit, that's really. four hours of wrestling on one night. Damn. Yeah, yeah, that's like a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. A lot to like be engaged in. Cause mm-hmm. it's like there's one thing to like watch it and just like have it on, but it's, it's like if you want to watch it and like be engaged and shit, it's like, am I really about to sit here for another two hours and pay attention? If they were smart, they would have chose to go head to head on Monday. They should have did that. I feel like they probably had a better shot. That would have been because Raw really sucks. Raw like, sucks dick right now. If no, I'd, if if it was if I had to like if Raw was going head to head against AEW on Mondays, I would watch AEW over Raw. I would. I and don't even some, really think I watched Raw. Like I watched Raw because like we have the podcast. <laughs> like other than that, like it's so hard to watch Raw. I'll be like, I really don't want to watch this. Because I know it's going to be bad. Like, it's proven to me time and time again that I'm going to be unsatisfied. And it's the so, same show, too. <laughs> like, every week is the same. Week. So it's not even like you're getting, like, a new bad type of bad. It's just, like, the same It's the same bad stuff that you watched the week before. Same old shit. Same it's almost insulting because it's like I feel like the people involved in it, like the wrestlers themselves don't want to be in the position that they're in, but they're just like going along with it. Yeah, like I, I'm really interested to see like what they do, like when they go back on the road. Like, yeah, that's what I, I was think about if, to say. I think people will give them like a few weeks too, and if it's like the same type of thing where they're just doing rematches and stuff like each week, Carl come out booing this shit. Yeah, the crowd will do it. People will start tuning out again. So I think they really need to have like a solid plan for the rest of the summer once yeah. the crowds come back. I do feel like we are in such a weird period right now. It's like we're just we're in a holding period, whatever it's called. Because like as soon as crowds come back, we know that they probably gonna turn it up a little more. Because when crowds come back, that's when we going on the road to SummerSlam too. So I'm predicting Brock Lesnar appears. The first I feel like crowd. Woo! We can't assess we can't there. assess them that fairly as of yet. But I as think right they're now, gonna go all out for like SummerSlam season. All out, you say? I think they're gonna try and make it like what WrestleMania could have. Like, I think they're gonna try and make it like kind of WrestleMania ish. Yeah, SummerSlam always been a Mania too, kind of. You know, Mania little brother. Uh, yeah, I hope we do see Bobby versus Brock though. That'd be perfect. And then see, we might be getting Cena versus Roman. That's the rumors on the table. Think about, ooh, that's a perfect Summer SummerSlam headliner. Two SummerSlam headliners, Brock versus Bobby, Roman versus Cena. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Um, also, they officially announced it's going to be in Vegas yesterday. So, hey, go ahead and ga- gamble away your life savings and enjoy SummerSlam <laughs> on the same weekend. <laughs> Gambling on wrestling. Um, but, yeah, if you haven't been able to tell, it's not much for us to discuss as far as the weekly shows go. I mean, we can talk a little bit about SmackDown just because, you know, we got to give it, we got to acknowledge 
our tribal chief at least once a week, right? You know? Oh, I wanted to beat that nigga's asshole. That was like, <laughs> all right, Dylan, Yo, Dylan, give us, so, Dylan, give us the bro. rundown of what happened on SmackDown, bro. Give us give us the recap real quick. Long story short, this man Roman don't want the Usos to be great. Why he yeah. be doing them like that? Why he why he be doing them like that, man? I mean, to be fair, the nigga Jimmy did lose to a little boy. Like, come on. Or he did he? Or, or, or did he? Or did Or did Yeah, He's when like, Roman got mad, I was like, are you, like, were we watching the same match? Like, he kicked out. How are you going to yeah. be mad at him? No, it's the simple fact that you allow him to roll him up and grab your legs like that and you squirming squirming on the ground. Because I'm, I'm, you should have never got. You should have never let him get that close. I love when he's like, he's like, you lost to a child. <laughs> no, no. The, funny, the funniest thing was when like they they cut to them backstage and he they was like, yo, Oos, I'm telling you, man, my shoulder was up. My shoulder was up. He was like, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> that shit scared me. I never heard Roman raise his voice that loud. I was like, yo, the fuck. I, I want them to hurry really up, like, like the, the Jimmy and, and Roman, like, beef. I don't know, because it seems like Roman's kind of going crazy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would be more, like, they're kind of slow burning it right now. But it's, it's like, oh, I feel my. like they can just. Give me the slow up. burn, baby. I need to see them with the titles. I need to see all three of them with the titles, at least for a little bit. At I don't least think it's going to happen, bit. like, soon, though. You don't think I don't know. we get a little rematch? I feel like. Wait, a rematch for who? Uh, Usos and uh, Mysterios. Oh, I mean that that could be that could be possible. I need it. I need to see the Usos with the blue belts, the blue souls, <laughs> the blue the blue, the blue bloodline. Oh, the blue souls bloodline. Woo! Do you think they're telling the story with Dominic and Ray, or you think they're just what like, them him training him, betraying him or something? I thought that's what that's what like they were gonna do like a really long time ago. I don't think so. I mean, I feel like a lot of people want that, but they don't need to rush it yet. Like it's always gonna be there. I think. Yeah. You could give. No, that's, what that's what I'm saying. Do you think they're gonna like hold the titles for a long ass time? Mm, I don't think they'll hold it that long, but they could probably have another reign. Like, I would like to see them going like a li- at least like a year run as a tag team. Whether that means them holding the titles for a little bit or like getting it like twice or something. I would just like to see them, you know, be get developed at least as like a solid team before they go with that split angle and Dominic can be like an actual solid single star. Yeah, this may be an unpopular take, mm-hmm. but I think <laughs> I want Roman to lose the, the universal title, right? Just because I feel like it would – I don't know. I feel like they'd have to bring somebody up. Like hey, Biggie's right there. Yeah, it would have to be like a, a shock thing. I feel like that would like help his character development a little bit. Like he could get it back like right after. But... Okay, yeah, I wouldn't do Biggie then. Where is Biggie? Oh, um, not not right after, but eventually. You saying he should lose it though? Yeah, I think he should lose. Just it. like off a real quick. I think they could give it to Ray real quick. I want to see Ray versus Roman. Yeah, I actually want to see that too. I would love to see that. You know, it's crazy that they mentioned on SmackDown Ray never faced the Usos until uh, that match. No, that's not that crazy. I don't think. I thought it was yeah, pretty surprising. That's not that surprising. I was like, I was like, oh, wow. like was he in, was he even in the tag team? Like, mm-hmm. He hasn't been in the tag team in the longest. And I was like, so yeah, I guess that didn't make, that yeah, that makes sense. sense. That yeah. makes sense. But I was just like, wow, never thought about that. Um, I think he's gonna need the bloodline to help him get the universal title back. I think that'd be a good storyline. Like he loses it, and then he got to rely on his cousins to help him, help him get the redemption. Yeah. 
he started going crazy. You know, it's funny. I saw this tweet, and it's like watching SmackDown is literally just like watching a whole bunch of people slowly go insane. And when you look at the <laughs> characters, that's literally what it is. <laughs> that's true. Roman, Seth. <laughs> Yo. SmackDown bringing the demons out of people. Even Brown a little bit went a little crazy when he was on SmackDown. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Um. What else happened on Friday? On Friday, because... Friday night. Hey man, I think that that's really all I got. Oh, Bailey did that that creepy uh that shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah, like like back the, the Thunderdome. Pop the Verena screen, that was hilarious. Um what are y'all thoughts on Bianca's title reign as of right now? Because I feel like I mean, granted I think... she's, she's great, but I don't know, it's been kind of underwhelming at the moment. But well, I mean, like, like, I we, don't know, we don't know, There's we don't know like Two yeah. other people on SmackDown have heard a face. Yeah. Yeah, she hasn't done like they haven't given her anything to do. That's what like, I'm saying. She, like when you look at the roster on SmackDown, it's literally Natalia Tamina who are champions. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, they just gave Carmella some TV time. They don't do anything with the women, honestly. They haven't done anything with the I don't know why they be sleeping on Carmella. What do y'all like Carmella? I mean, I don't uh, think she's like, she, like champion. I don't level. think she's shitty. She's not I don't bad, think she's but she's shitty not, like, either. But level. I think she's really good yeah. promo. And I think yeah. she can hold. I think she's really good promo. She has a great look, obviously, she's and like she can hold her champion. And she like, can hold her own in the ring. She can hold her own. I mean, they I already did that I though with her and Sasha, like her few yeah. mm-hmm. the title for like a few months with her and Sasha. So, oh, speaking of Sasha, for like a lot longer than I thought it should have went on. Speaking of Sasha, Red Velvet remind me so much of Sasha Banks. With just like the way that she like throws herself like around. Yes. There's no reckless <laughs> abandon. That tire side. Yeah, that was crazy. That suicide oh, you saw dive that, she did. That yeah. she, did? she almost yeah. fucking died, bro. I swear I almost watched I almost watched her get murdered. That was scary. And literally, like right before she did that, I was like, yo, she kind of reminded me of Sasha Banks. And I was like, oh shit. She started diving through. I said, like, damn, you really is Sasha. Landing on your fucking neck. God damn. Um, but yeah, even like her ring gear is a lot like Sasha Banks. But anyway, back to Spain. Yeah, I miss Sasha Banks. I do too. Where's she at? Probably that's what I'm saying. Yo, we in such that's why I don't want to criticize too much because we really just in a weird period right now. We don't know what's coming in the next month. You know, they really just bullshitting right now. Like we just we just be in a bullshit period as right now. So no, I think the the criticism is 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 worthy. Yeah, it is. It's 100 percent valid because they don't need to, they don't need to to do that. I feel like we cut them too much slack. Yeah. Like, like they have a big roster and they use like five people every single week. Like, no, what's they, a, they what's should have purpose? used like, yeah. What is the purpose of having what, all those people? What is the purpose of like all the people in the performance center? Like, you don't have like anybody that you just like throw on mm-hmm. like television now. Like, it's probably like I can see from their perspective, it's hard to develop people not knowing exactly what kind of reaction you're getting out of people. Like, you know what I mean? Not know what kind of reaction they're inciting in the crowd. That's why I really feel like they're waiting so much right now. We're in an unprecedented period. We've never had no crowds, you know? Like, they've they've adapted as much as they could. I really just think right now they're not doing shit because they know in a month they don't know, like, what kind of reaction they get. Why would they put so much effort? I'm just saying this as an example. Why would they put so much effort into Drew McIntyre when if he comes back to the crowd, they boo the shit out of him. Like but, but they're not but they are, they are putting a lot of attention to him. But I'm just, I just said that as a general example. But also, uh, how, how is why do they why do they expect us to watch like every week though? If you're gonna put like yeah. the same show, 
Well, you have to get know, people incentive to watch. Because they know that they have us habitually locked just to watch the show. But like, do they? they yeah, that's like, a problem. That, that's yeah, a problem. That, they really ratings. don't because people are not even really <laughs> watching. <laughs> I need to stop so, watching this shit, man. Like, I'm, exactly. I'm somebody that's trapped in, like, that loop of just, like, Monday night, I have nothing to do. I'm just going to watch wrestling. But it's like, I don't necessarily need to. Like, especially Raw. Like, so, you might not miss a remember. show now. I'm like, fine with Friday. Friday, I'm cool. That's like, cool. You might not like miss that. a show now. Like, I'm Raw. Like, sometimes I'm like, they want to watch like, the YouTube clips. Like, like they want to watch it that. It sums it up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but you could easily just watch the YouTube clips and sum it up. I don't it's even so really bad. watch the YouTube. Yeah, that's anymore. the thing too. Like that's like it's and it's like oh, and I want to listen to like a podcast, like recap this, and like no, I don't really want to do that either. <laughs> like, nah. like it just like a really, no, it's like, so bad. Feel towards the the product on SmackDown, they show like a preview for Raw, and like they show like a clip of like. Shayna Baszler like in that fucking Alexa's playground was like, oh, and she was like terrible she was just like in her face like saying like you're dead or something I don't know she said something stupid I was like that commercial literally gave me no incentive to watch the show <laughs> whatsoever it actually made me say let me stay the fuck away from that bullshit I'm not it literally watching. convinced me, convinced not, me to watch not to watch it. the show I was like that looks fucking stupid I'm not turning I'm not <laughs> you know it's crazy I feel like over the whole like year that they were in the like PC and the Thunderdome and shit they should have used that like crowdless time to like build characters and shit that they can use. So mm-hmm. when they I mean, when fans know. are back, they have people that kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They kind of did a little bit. I mean, you would started to beginning, like they they gave people like opportunities to really flesh out their characters, like without having the crowd there to like hackle them and shit. Like I feel like Bailey and Sasha really benefited from that, especially like. You know, majority of Bailey's heel run was in this like era, this Thunderdome era. I mean, who else can we think about? They should have kept doing it. And they were um, doing it with like Andrade and uh what's his mm-hmm. face? And Angel Garza. The mm-hmm. the Rose, Rose dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rose up the ass. Oh, yeah, whatever God. happened in there. I thought we was gonna keep getting roses up the ass. I don't think we need that every week. <laughs> we don't, we don't, but I I thought that was where they was going with it. But ever since then, he's been, that. where has he been? He hasn't even been on TV since he put that rose up that guy's ass. <laughs> That's and then, the, no, the next week after that, he threatened to put it down his throat. And then they was like, all right, this shit getting too freaky. <laughs> you know, where do we where do we put it next? Said, Damn it, Bruce. What the hell are you writing for this shit? <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, anything else y'all got to talk about? Um, NXT, SmackDown, anything? Oh yeah! Shout out to uh, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, I really uh, messed with the the presentation how they like brought him out like that. He What's his name? Like, uh, Carmelo Hayes. I think he was like on the Indies. Uh, I'm not. I'm not too sure. This is on NXT, right? He, yeah, he's he was black, Christian. So. He was Christian Casanova on the Indies. Yeah. <gasps> he debuted when? Um, on next. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah, he faced yeah, Kushida. Like, oh, versus Kushida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. I I think I was like I wasn't really paying much attention at Glenn Stephan. I was like, who the fuck is that? Um, yeah, he's Carmelo a- Hayes. Okay. Shout out to everyone black. You know, we just gotta just gotta put that out there. Hit row. Hit row. Oh yeah, hit row. Hit row too. Yo, Drake Maverick is funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Like he got in their face. So that so looks like they had like the first feud, like him and Killian Dane, and who else was there? Somebody else there with them. Oh wait. Uh, Everrise. Like Everrise. Who is Everrise? Yeah. Like, what? What do they do? Everrise like two fake young live. Fake ass young two... bucks. Ha- ha- they're not fake ass young bucks. Fake <laughs> ass young bucks. 
They got a YouTube show like the Young Bucks. They dress like them. They act oh, like the, them. the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. The one boy look like a fat <laughs> Matt Jackson. <laughs> Anything else happened this week? Damn. I feel like we we had a lot yeah. of discussions about out the ring, really. And I, which is what I that's the, that's the only thing, away. yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah, man. I guess with that being said, I guess we can close out the show. Yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to episode number 14 of Subject to Change. We'll be back next week for our Hell in a Cell preview. I don't know what's going on with that pay-per-view right now, but I guess we'll find out. Do they have do we have any matches announced right now? Uh yeah. There's like uh Bobby versus Drew. And Bianca versus Bailey. Okay. That's only two I remember. All right, anyway, we'll save that. Um, but yeah, uh, y'all can follow us on Twitter at sub number two change pod. This has been another another weird week of wrestling. We'll we'll see if we can come back next week with some more releases, but it's literally been I'm counting right now, it's been three weeks in a row we've come back and talked about releases. So let's see if we can go on a month street next week. Um but yeah, you can follow me at Vince McMahon's M C M A N Z. Um yeah. Go ahead, Joe. You can follow me at Chad Galpin on Instagram and Twitter. You can catch me at the Wrestling Estate. And uh, yeah, that's it. You can follow me on Instagram at Slim Dylan, D-Y-L-A-M. I almost said that shit wrong again, but I did. So, you know, hit me up on IG. I'm cool. Yeah, hit him up, y'all. All right. And we're out of here. Yeah, doses. It's fucking scram. Fuck wrestling. <laughs>